Blog Talk Radio. Hello, guys and dolls. I want to thank you all so much for tuning into Yvonne Latrell's podcast. I am the host, Yvonne Latrell. Here with me is SC and Fax, my co host. Hi, guys. Good evening. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm all right. I can't complain. That's good. Bax, can you Back hear us? Here? Every time, man, I got this thing muted. I swear, I, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's good to go. I was talking again, and and I was muted. So I'm doing well. Thank you. I hope you are too. SC, I like your intro voice there. Good evening. <laughs> I was going to do uh, Mr. Hubert, but I said, nah, I ain't going to do that. I don't want to freak you out for the show, you know. <laughs> yeah, wait till, later, wait till afterwards, I guess, or just never do it. You know, it's uh, it's very, it's too spot on. I guess it's spot on. Yeah, maybe. We're sued for copyright. You can't really copyright a voice. Yeah, I guess that's true. Unless you put a name to it. Or still. That's a, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Nah, you can't copyright a voice. Like, um, titles are another thing. Multiple people use the same titles for different things, you know? So, yeah. it's the story itself, you know. But, yeah. what you guys got going on today? Anything interesting? I don't know if that's my uh, headset that's breaking up or if that's your – are you guys – do you guys hear any breaking up on your end or is that – Yeah, no, that's actually because I was just getting ready to say – yeah, I was getting ready to tell him. How about As that? usual. You As usual. All right. You know what I have to do my normal. I'll be back. Okay. Goodbye. Yeah, unplug it. Wait 30 seconds. Plug it back in. <laughs> Goodbye. It's like the old modem reboot, you know? Does your internet ever get choppy? Yeah. Unplug it. Uh, Wait 30 seconds, right. plug it back in. It's like I, I do, you know? So what's new on your end today? Yvonne, happy Monday. Oh, no, today's not Monday, is it? No, and you should be <laughs> you should be happy, oh, right? Should, don't. It's Tuesday. It's, yeah, but well, no, we go over this every week, don't we? Yes, we do. I'm always um, happy. But, um, but that's good. I am too. I'm a yeah. very happy person. And um yes, yeah, so far. Yes. And so far my day has been great. How about yours? It's good. Can you elaborate on the greatness of your day? What's been so great about uh, it? Um well, um I woke up, um <laughs> I woke good up, start. I talked to yeah, um, I talked to the people that I love. Um, I don't know. It's just a. I don't know. It's, it wasn't a bad day. Good. That's a good thing. Always yeah. a good day when you're, you get to talk to those you love. Now you get to talk to me and SC, and we got a great guest yes. tomorrow later too. So it's just lots of love going around. That's what it is. Of course. Mm-hmm. Positive vibes. Good vibes. You still kind of sound. Uh, say something again. How about now? Can you hear me? Yeah, I guess. What do you say, Fax? It's kind of about the same. I mean, if it, uh, I don't know what's going on with it. Hold <laughs> right, so on. We'll get the show started eventually. <laughs> Oh, my God. I think it's worse. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, do you, you have, have on your headset? Your, uh, yeah, take your earbuds yeah, out. Yeah, on my headset. All right, hold on. Yeah. How about now? Can you hear me better? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Um. It's, yeah, it's the same. 
You calling in from like the middle of a mountain? <laughs> no, I know we keep getting this damn Amber Alert for this kid that's been missing for like two days now, and it just came across my screen again. Mm. Damn, I don't know what's going on. You th- are you saying? You know, are you saying it's the ghost of the missing kid? That's like I don't know, man. haunting your phone. Is that what you said? Oh my god, that's what it sounds like. What you is I might. You never know. Hold on. It's it's yeah okay. Can you hear me now? I'm gonna spend the first thirty minutes of. Can you hear me now? How about right. Thanks Good. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> is it better? Well, no, it is no, it is not. I don't know what it is. Um, you know, I guess it's those iPhones. Fire me like they fired them. <laughs> about that? IPhone. Who got fired? Tucker Carlson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's I mean, he was only making like thirty million a year, you know. I, I, there's got to be something else to it. It's probably planned. And um, and the guy from CNN, Don Lemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He started getting. Oh, that was that for what he said on the View, or no, some interview he was talking about. Uh, he said something. I don't know. Was it? Was it like uh, misogynistic or? It was, I think it was. What was he talking about? Oh, they, oh, they gave a Who reason. Knows, he said something on one of those shows. Uh, I think it. I guess if we can pull it up, but I know it had something to do with. Um, I somebody got offended. On one of the goddamn groups. Well, yeah, I seen something, something on Twitter. Finds a way to be offended. Yeah. Yeah, what but I seen something on Twitter. It was like a little clip, so I definitely need to to see that again, but it was like six days ago and it was him. And I want to say, I think the guy that was on the show was an Indian and um, Don, he was being like so rude. Like, and he, he was like, and um, I'm a black guy, this, that. So the other guy was like, okay, and I'm an Indian, but what does that have to do with this? Like, why are you bringing race into this? And he was so angry. I need to find that clip right there. And, um, and send it to y'all. So when I seen that, I'm like, maybe that's probably why he got fired. So I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, I did see somebody retweet, like, hey, maybe this is the reason. But, yeah, he was very rude on that particular uh, show. Mm, I don't know. I didn't see it. I just, I, just, I just feel like everybody just finds a reason to be insulted or their feelings hurt or we live in a society of, of sensitive people. You have to be careful what you say, even if it's the truth. You know, you got to let the truth in softly. You can't let somebody know the truth harsh because if you're too harsh, then you, you're, you're being you categorized. You know, this so I'm going to let you know I, the I, truth, Etsy. I'm going to let that? you know the truth um, nicely. You need <laughs> You need to reboot that phone. Get your phone. <laughs> you need to reboot your phone. I did. <laughs> you he's already, he's already getting time. defensive. I did. I would do it. Right. He's already defensive. I, I did that nicely. See? See? <laughs> Even you, SC, heard the truth, and you immediately I'm went right. into defense mode, you know? Right. He's, he's <laughs> so. like, I did. I'm I, I'm a black man, and I did. Like, what does race have to do with I know what I'm doing. You know what? Don Lemon got fired yesterday. Let me know. <laughs> I'm walking off the show. <laughs> oh Sorry. my gosh, we have an interview coming up. So, okay, well, he okay, so yeah, so he just hung up. So, we do have an interview with um uh Big D and he'll be coming on at 9:30. Uh wait. What's his information? Uh, facts that you um have it like uh, he's from some type of production. Yeah, he's from uh, Midwest Productions XXX, and uh, he's going to talk about the okay. porn industry. Okay, great, thanks. You're welcome, Big D. Yeah, I'm so... sure that stands for, you know, <laughs> giant eggplant. 
<laughs> right, yeah, so he's coming on. He's our guest for today. He's coming on at 9.30. I'm super excited to hear what he has to say about the porn industry because, you know, I'm thinking about <laughs> it. Am I getting into it? it? <laughs> yeah. Really? You got to pay the bills, I guess. <laughs> what, yeah. what genre are you looking at? Uh, neither. <laughs> Uh, Neither. Uh, what about like I'm an OnlyFans? Uh, well, no, I'm actually looking to see if. Uh, oh, hold on. Let me let. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm looking to get into the porn industry and see if they need um a camera girl, so I could do the filming. Oh, whoa, what did I miss? No, we no no we were giving a update on our guest that's coming on, Big D from um, the whatever uh, Midwest, Midwest industry. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was just saying, you know, I'm super excited about him coming on the show because I'm thinking about getting into the porn industry as the camera person. That's it. I'm just kidding. You're going to be like face up in there, you know? (laughs) I'm not going to say nothing because I was already threatened by HR. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I was threatened by the (laughs) evolving trail HR department. (laughs) There's a difference between conversation and harassment. Oh yeah, I forgot they say just her you ass? Up right up. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right, well. <sighs> and other news. And other news. And other news. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did y'all get to see the video of the um the um, prisoner that ran away from the correction officer? He was in a wheelchair. I <laughs> It's not funny, but it's funny. <laughs> the CO yeah. is pushing the guy in a wheelchair. He got a neck brace on and everything. So he yeah. Goes so, to so nothing could happen the yeah. <laughs> He says, hey, I lost my shoe. So the CO looks down, turns around, and he asks the guy, yo, do you see his shoe? Then he turns back around. By the time he turns back around, he's out of the fucking chair going out. <laughs> you hear the CEO. So the CEO had the um, the camera, his, the body cam. And you hear him, he cursing. He said, I'm going to shoot them fucking Oh, man, do you want to have to call and let them know the guy got away? He was pissed off, but you know, that's definitely a, that's definitely going to be a write-up. Yeah, but, I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> Someone that's in a wheelchair outruns the cop, and he really looked like he was, like, you know, sick or disabled or whatever, but yeah, he, he outran the thought, cop. I, yeah, I thought he was. I said, wow. I said, oh, boy, can I go to court? He's going to get sentenced with the, the neck brace on, all broke up. He just about that chair red. I said, damn. I said, those are vacation days. You'll never get back, buddy, especially if he get away. And he damn sure did get away. Mm-hmm. You know. Damn. I was watching the, um, another video. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> the guy that, um, I think it was in um, California somewhere. They locked him up, and they brought him into the um, the parking garage that they bring the prisoners into the to the department. Mm-hmm. And somehow, one of the cops that was sitting in the front seat, he reached, <laughs> he got out of his handcuffs and reached up to the front seat and took the shotgun. So they wound up having to shoot this guy, you know. And it's like, yo, it, it reminds me of last week's show. <laughs> like, who's really doing their job nowadays? You know, it's like, yeah. are you really safe when the cop has somebody in their custody because people are getting away, people are getting their guns, you know, so it's like, damn, you know. Then um, the teacher, there you go again. Hold on. What? That buzzing. 
they're doing another Amber Alert for that kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, wait for it to stop. All right, it just stopped. I'm trying to stop it, and it's still beeping in my ear. <clears throat> so, but, um, yeah, man, and all these videos now are surfacing with these these kids in the school fights with the teachers and everything, man. They're going to have to do something. They're going to have to have to give these teachers a little more power or they're going to have to, I don't know, I don't know. It's like, you know, if you ain't worried about a, a school shooting, you're worrying about the teacher getting assaulted by the kids in the classroom, you know. Yeah. That uh, teacher that uh, fought down here in North Carolina, uh, he, um, he went public recently. You know, she said she quit. You know, she still loves kids or whatever, but, you know, she got charged with simple assault uh, in that girl for assaulting each other. And I'm like, damn, you know, it's like you can't even defend yourself. These people go to work, you know, to teach these kids, and they're getting assaulted by these kids, you know. So, I don't know. You think you all kinds, think yeah. put all kinds of dangers. Yeah. yeah, no, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I was just, but there's all kinds of dangers, you know. Um, imagine, <laughs> imagine, uh, <laughs> imagine like looking, you know, you're out in public and shit. You see, uh, you see this prisoner in a wheelchair rolling down the road with a fucking kid. He's got kidnapped on his lap, you know. That can be. That's a possibility, you know. <laughs> Just like rolling, fucking, you know. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's another. There's another potential threat out there now. And like, how did he, how did he get away, man? He just like blended in to, you know. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You could see like rolling to the local YMCA. They had like a fucking wheelchair basketball game going on or something. He just joined in, you know. No, he I got next. Out of the wheelchair. He got a... <laughs> oh, he, he ran. Oh, I... yeah, he ran. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, you know what? That's we, we laughing, but there was a uh, last year, I think it was in Raleigh, they had a guy that was robbing banks. I think it was last year or the year before last. This guy was robbing banks on a bike and getting away with it. So you know, we laugh and think that you know it's impossible. These people are uh, incentives. If they want to get away, they're gonna get away, man. But nah, he actually got up on his feet and ran. You know, but he looked like he wasn't doing nothing but going in the court, <laughs> being <laughs> handicapped and going to jail, you know. Damn, he just took off. That is hilarious. Well, I know before we get into our uh, to our guest, Big D, tonight, we do have a few uh, a few reads. So let's go ahead and get into these couple reads here. So we got uh, D. Saunders. Enterprise. So check out D. Saunders Enterprise. He's a vet in the music industry. Uh, he creates opportunities for indie artists. So if you're interested in uh, becoming an artist, or you already are an artist, I should say, and uh, you're looking for a production company, uh, check out D. Saunders. You can go to his website at www.overseerpublications.com. www.overseerpublications.com. O-V-E-R-S-E-E-R. And uh, hopefully you know how to spell publications. If you don't, it's on you. <laughs> I'm not going to spell the whole fucking thing out. Um, <laughs> we got... Uh, we got I, I, I repeated it twice, and I, the overseer part can be confusing. But there's no K in publications, and oh that's as God. much that's as much help as you get. All right. So next we have... Uh, Anna Black, if you're into books, you need to check her out. Uh, Anna Black, she is an author, and she has a book out, uh, The Perfect Love Storm, or it will soon be on film, too. And you can check that out at www.annablackbooks.com. That's Anna with two N's, www.annablackbooks.com. We also have one more. We have a sports card collection, collecting, selling company, sports memorabilia. You can check them out on TikTok. Their name is Pax and Breaks. 
packs and breaks. Check them out on TikTok. They have a TikTok store, so they have all the sports cards and memorabilia. That's all we got. Yeah, we have um, some more, yeah, but uh, I didn't have them together, so uh, we'll have those uh, next week. I do have a couple more so, announcements, um, yeah. though, if you don't mind. Uh, Yvonne there, I need to get into, we've got one more announcement coming. We have, I know we've, we've you know, we've kind of shut down the um, the group kind of talking on our Saturday shows. And we have, and the main reason is because we have so many people calling in at a time. We can't just really go in. It's difficult to go in and like, you know, just let one person in at a time. If we open it up to everybody, it would be mayhem. It would be complete mayhem. So in the works, we've got uh, a website coming up for for the Von the Trails podcast. And uh, you'll be able to also listen to the shows there, and you can become a member. So we're going to open some stuff up, too, uh, for members only as far as, um, you know, certain – you'll get some members-exclusive content. You'll also be able to join in on members-only shows. So just be on the lookout for that here in the near future. Right. Back to you. Back to you, Bob. And um, in other news, and in other news, if you're looking for a pornography camera woman, we got one right here. Her name is Yvonne the Trail. <laughs> what would your That's What would your porn? That it, it like does. Could you imagine hearing her like in in the movie, like you know, just just kind of look at the camera, just look at the camera. I'm just, just with your eyes, just with your eyes, just with your eyes. But with her voice, you know, it's perfect. You get it done. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Hold on, HR's um, calling. Hold on. No, no, don't call HR on me. <laughs> no, they're calling on me and uh, they're about you. So. <laughs> He's like, we're listening to the show, guys. <laughs> I know. Last week the government was listening. This week HR is listening. We, I think we all need to take like lithium or something. Yeah, I think we need to uh, sit back, put our thumbs, and uh, act clueless, like the eighty-five <laughs> percent. Yeah, I know. Just act as dumb as possible. It's not hard, actually. You know, I think, you know what I've realized, like sometimes, you know, I've I've found myself thinking, you know, what? that's that's kind of a smart thing to say or, you know, but then I remember there's this saying that stupid people don't know that they're stupid because they're stupid. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you right. hear these people talk and you're like, holy fuck, do they not hear themselves? But they don't know that they're stupid because they're fucking right. stupid. Right. Yeah. It's a conundrum. Yeah. That's where we are. I totally agree. Brainwashed and stupid. Other news. <laughs> so, listen, so I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Did any of y'all catch Sorry, the fight? The Davis and Garcia fight. Everybody no, we were about um, it was doing rigged. a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. the night of the podcast. Well, well you could have seen He's... it after. <clears throat> could have seen it after. I mean, I've seen a clip um, on someone's page, but, you know, that doesn't count. Okay. i just seen a clip of yeah, a I've knockout, seen... and I don't even know who was who. I mean, if it's not Creed, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> That's right. It was too she real. Sobriety. <laughs> she said, Hi, my name is Yvonne Betrayal, and I've been watching Creed, but I'm 72 hours free. <laughs> Step one is admitting you have a problem. 72 hours. <laughs> She hear bells and start bobbing, weaving, ducking and shit, you know. But um, yeah. I she's in Michael B. Jordan's DMs on, on my Facebook. I said it was gonna take, it was gonna happen on uh in the sixth round, and it wound up happening mm-hmm. in the seventh. But 
If you watch David, oh, each time he threw a punch, huh? No, I said it's oh, thunder and lightning, but no, I'm not saying. Oh, that's what that noise was? Damn. Yeah. Okay. So um, every time he threw a punch, he knew that Garcia's head was going to go to the right. And the third time in the second round, he just threw the left hook straight to where his head was going to be, and it landed and dropped him. You know, um, I always said Garcia stands straight up. Garcia, you know, uh, and I know it's easy for people to say, oh, he's Sunday morning quarterback, and he wouldn't have any idea this, that, and the third. Let me, let me stop you there but, real quick. Uh, <laughs> SC is a Golden Gloves boxing champion, by the way, just so you know. In, like he fought and, uh, in Vegas, just so you know. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. Anyway, back to you. So uh, back to you, Bob. he stands up too straight, you know. When you're a tall fighter and you start fighting a shorter fighter, you got to keep them out. You got to keep them out range. You got to keep them on the end of that punch. And Garcia was so quick to try to jump in there and all Tank kept doing was timing him and timing him, you know, and then it's coming out that he had a mole in his camp. The uh, guy from the Olympics had injured Garcia during training and he told um, Tank, he said, yo, I injured him to the body and he told him exactly where. And the crazy thing is, if you watch the interview a couple of days before they fought, Tank made comments. He said, yeah, you know, he don't know. I know he was hurt to the body. And he was like, when was this? One of the reporters said, when was this, in a fight? They said, nah, it wasn't no fight, but I know for a fact he was hurt to the body. Then at the end of the fight, when he went to the press conference and everything the next day, that sparring partner came on and was like, yeah, you know, I hurt you to the body. Are you okay, King Ryan? You know, so then they started talking about the, the absence of De La Hoya and Bernard Hopkins at the press conference, not being there and everything. But uh, Canelo, Alvarez told him, like, they were no good, you know. De La Hoya is a, is a, is a, is a slimy dude, man, you know. Let me, let me rephrase that because I don't want nobody coming after me for slander or whatever. But I've heard that he's a slimy dude. How about that? That sound better? Allegedly. And uh, allegedly, yeah, allegedly, you know, I don't want no smoke, just reporting the news, <laughs> you know. And uh, and um, Bernard Hopkins is a businessman, you know. Bernard Hopkins got that, that businessman mentality. He, he's, he's like a, a Don King of that, you know. So, but um, I think it was a good fight. I, I knew what was going to happen, you know. Garcia was... was he was he was pushing for that fight too soon in his career. He needed to have Tank. To, you know, when you go after guys like that, like Tank and uh, Stevenson and um, Haney and all of them guys, you got to have them go through war before you get to them. You want them a little damaged by the time you get to them. And that's the name of the game of boxing, you know. You get to them when they done had a bunch of wars, you know, so when you beat them up, it looks like you did it easy. But people are not putting two and two together like, yo, he went to war with this person, he went to war with that person, you know, and it's just basically strategy, you know. When you're the A side, you can do whatever you want, and Mayweather has, since he's been, from the beginning of time, he's been the A side. So everything that he wants, he'll get it because he's the A side. And if he keeps beating them like this, he's going to continue to be the A side. His fighters are going to continue to win because they know when to pick these fights, when to get these fighters in there, you know. And De La Hoya and them told Garcia not to take the fight. But, you know, when you're young and you're coming up in the game, you think you know better than everybody else, you know. So that's my take on it. But um, right. hold on one second. But, yeah, so – um. Hold on one second, guys. Okay. Hey, Fax, take over for a hot second, my brother. Oh, you want me to hold on or take, o- take over? I'm, I'm, yeah, take over. Um, take over. Okay. Uh, let's see. All right, class. Um, what what was your teacher <laughs> doing before uh, 
before I got here today. She hit me. Hmm? You guys have homework? <laughs> if she hit you, oh, she shit. She hit me. She hit, oh, my gosh. Why did she hit you? What did you say to her? I could tell her she's ugly. <laughs> she, she was kind of ugly, to be honest with you. But, uh, well, that, that oh got weird God. very fast. Yeah. I wish I was paying attention more to, you know, what fucking SC was talking about. I heard boxing and I just, you know, started like looking at stuff and I'm just like, I wish I like studied more, you know, and, and I talk a lot about all kinds of things, but I, by no means am I educated. So anything I say, everyone needs to know that this is just, I'm just a complete uneducated, you know, dope. Oh my God. Right? Don't take nah, anything I, I say seriously. <clears throat> Obviously. Nah, you you forget. I know you, my brother. You forget. Yeah. I know you. <laughs> this is for the listeners. This is for the listeners. Okay, guys. Um, our... That's right, John Wick. Um, yeah, right. So I do see. Yeah, I saw you test. reposted that too. By the way, you reposted that clip again on on your Instagram. Uh, the right. the on the trails podcast and Instagram. <laughs> Right. I said I could take five guys, and you know, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel like I keep cutting you off. There's always a delay here. What, what were we saying? Oh, oh no. I said I was getting ready to uh, let the guests in. Oh well, then I'll stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can continue if you want. No, it's fine. Okay. Uh, he's on. Hey, Big D, what's good, my brother? Oh, what's up? I didn't know I was on. <laughs> how y'all doing? Good, <laughs> how are you? How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. And uh, still is on the so, road? Uh, yeah, I'm still on the road. Now, is it, is okay. it cursing loud in this show before I start anything? Oh, yeah. Everything yeah, yeah, yeah. is oh, Listen to anything we just said before <laughs> before you got on, brother. Yeah. You can say whatever you want to. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm, I'm ready then. <laughs> All right, Big D. Here we go, man. My first question for you, man. What's your company name, man? Uh, it's called Midwest South Triple X. At Twitter, you can reach me at Midwest South Triple X. That's M I D W E S T South S G O U T H X X X. What is the only okay, okay. uh, social media that I'm on? Okay. Um, yep. Uh, how long have you been in the industry? Uh, since 2006. So I guess that's about what, roughly 17 years. About yeah. 16, 17, yeah. 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, 17 years. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um. Name some of the famous people you worked with. Oh man, there's been so many. Uh, Cherokee, Pinky, mm-hmm. Sky Black, mm-hmm. Beauty Dior, Carmen Hayes, uh, Monet Devine. Several, several. Of them. I've worked with a lot of uh, African American uh, porn stars. I really don't. I really haven't crossed over into the mainstream. Okay. Okay. Do you, do you plan on crossing over or just like it? Well, well, my niche is pro. Yeah, my niche is pro am. I have filmed several uh, white females and Hispanic females, but they're not mainstream, like what you call, uh, you know, top top models. They're just local females that I that I may recruit or grab from uh, the local supermarket or the bus stop or something, and uh, they come and want to shoot. <laughs> Trying to get that money. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've seen a lot of that this weekend. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I just left the uh, Chicago Porn Exotica Convention out there in Chicago. Okay, okay. And, uh, so you know, the industry is... has changed a lot. Mm. Oh, my bad. Oh, no, nah, you good, man. You good? My next question is, what's the craziest thing that's ever happened on set? Craziest thing that ever happened on set was uh, a female 
companion or husband or boyfriend, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> he was actually on set, and um, the, the female talent doing the scene, she came on her period. And uh, we was about to tell her to go uh, change, freshen up and everything. And her male companion got in bed, and this nasty motherfucker started eating this bitch period, oh. eating her eating her pussy <laughs> on her period. And it caught everybody oh on surprise. And it, it, it initially caught everybody on surprise, especially the male talent. But the male talent was like, D, shit, keep filming it. <clears throat> so I kept filming it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so that was the craziest and nastiest thing I ever saw on film. So, uh, and, and and according according to her, that was his fetish. That was something that he he liked oh to do. Oh my god! This <laughs> is fetish. What kind of childhood did this guy have? Oh I, shit! I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that was my lunch. Okay, so after that question, <laughs> have you ever had a male talent that couldn't finish? I'm pretty sure that male talent couldn't finish after that. <laughs> Not that day. Oh no! Actually, actually, after that happened, we took about a 30 minute break, and he actually got back up, and he actually finished the scene after she after she patched herself up and everything from stopping the blood mm. from coming out. But yeah, I have had several male talents that couldn't finish the scene, and um. You know, we just have to make it do what it do. We have to do a fake cum shot. But, uh, yeah, that happens several times, especially the beginners. Yeah, yeah. Do you uh, do you do a fee or anything you can, when you cancel them? Do you charge them a it fee depends. or do they pay you a fee? Or? It depends yeah, on the circumstances. Sometimes, sometimes there's a kill fee, sometimes it's not. Uh, a lot of times there might be a guy who, who just first, starting and he's trying to basically audition so basically his audition he's not really getting paid so I can't charge him a kill fee for it but sometimes I compensate the female or I may just alter the scene turn it into something else where she may do something solo or he may just eat the pussy or may just be you know it may be something else so it won't be a waste of a waste of time for nobody okay okay so um, with the, the amount of years that you've been in the game, how many scenes do you think you've shot? Um, I've shot well over eight to 900 scenes. Okay. Do all your male, con- uh, do all your male talent use uh, condoms? No, I don't, don't use condoms. Most times when we're on set, everybody's tested. And it's a proven test where they can go uh, through an agency, most of them call talent test agency, and they can go and see the test results for each individual that that's actually uh, using that agency to get tested. So most of them is not tested. I mean, I'm sorry, most of them don't use condoms because they are tested. But the scenes that we do use condoms, that means one of the other person is not tested, either the male or the female, and we got to go with the condoms. Okay, okay. Now I got a question that I know a lot of people have asked this before. Has any of your female talent ever gotten pregnant on set? Not to my knowledge. No, I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but not to my knowledge. It never came back to me that they got pregnant on set. Okay. Now, um, Now, if they do, what are the precautions that you take? Does the does the well, male talent have to pay child support, or is he protected? Well, in my well in my model release forms, it has all that stipulations in it. It specifically have that the agency isn't responsible for any venereal disease, any uh, pregnancies, accidental pregnancies, anything like that. I'm I I will hope that my forms can cover me for the most part of the company. Um, it's not liable for that. Now, when it comes to the male talent. I don't know what they'll work out. <laughs> so, but um, like I, I said, I haven't had that happen. Fortunately, I haven't had that happen. And um, I do do a lot of cream pie scenes. That's like a niche that I have uh, with my company is the cream pie scenes. But, you know, all the women agree to it. All the women already say that they own birth control or, or some form of uh, contraceptive that they can't get pregnant or they just can't get pregnant naturally. So, mm-hmm. Can you explain to everybody what that what cream pie is? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Well, cream pie is when a guy nut up in the pussy. He come up in the pussy, don't pull out, and it shoots all it all up in the all in the pussy hole. And then the girl gets in a specific position and squeezes to come out the pussy. Okay. All right. So you saying this paperwork? What is this paperwork called that they have to fill out? Well, it's a model release form, and it's also a form called a twenty-two fifty-seven. Twenty-two fifty-seven is the basically the uh, adult performance form they fill out that has all the uh, pretty much the do's and don'ts. They have the rules, regulations, uh, all the legal terms or legal things is up in there that protects the company, and it also protects the female and the and the male talent of. Uh, you know, any type of supposed to any type of lawsuits, but these days anybody can sue for anything. But that's just a, a model release form just to give consent that they agree to being filmed. Okay, okay. Now I got a, another question. You know, I've heard that um, some of the male talent have done gay porn just to get into the industry. Is there any truth to that? I've heard that there's a lot of truth to it. Now, the male talent I use, I use a select few guys. So the the male talent I use, I haven't heard that from, but I've heard it. Well, I take that back. I'm lying. I heard it from two male talents I use, but I won't say their names. But I haven't saw them mm-hmm. do it as far as me or mainstream. They might do it in their private life or they might do it in the, in the gay market because porn has, a few different markets, and you know the, the gay lesbian. They had their own totally different market that they advertise to, that they're um, acquainted with, and, and it's just a totally different, uh, uh, different view of things of what the regular straight porn, you know, has. Okay. Okay. So, so as we're talking about niches, what's your favorite niche? What's your favorite thing to shoot? Mine personally is cream pies, and I like the um, I like the hardcore dominant male to female, whether it's uh, regular mm-hmm. black on black or it's an interracial. Okay, okay. So what what is what's the most popular one out now? Not not the one that you like, but what's the most popular one out now that you think? I think the most popular. Actually, um, gay, lesbian, sexual orientation, things like that, I think that's real popular among them. I think that's, well, to my knowledge, I know they get paid the most money. If you're doing mm-hmm. gay, lesbian, things like that, they get paid the most money. Okay, okay. Now, have you ever had any talent that you mixed up together and they didn't like each other? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. They didn't show it on camera, but they didn't have no. Uh, they didn't have no kind of chemistry. They just did it strictly for the money. Mm. So they yep. just they just work through it. They just work through their problem and just get their money and leave. Right, exactly. Because every time you're okay. not going to have somebody that you're going to like, you're just doing it because it's a job. So I'm, and I'm yeah. sure most people. That their jobs don't like their jobs or they don't like coworkers, but they there because that's the way they get paid. That's the way mm-hmm. they eat. Okay. Now, have you ever had a fight break out on set? No, I never had a fight. I had I had some attitudes break out, some uh, back and forth with words, but I never had a fight on set. Mm-hmm. Now, um. Have you ever been fully responsible for getting somebody that's mainstream now into the game, into the industry? Uh, yeah, I had a, a few ladies that that um, that got into, actually a few guys also that's into the industry that's mainstream. That I had a big part of it, like to do with it, get them in there. Okay. Okay. Do you still work with them, or they just too busy now? I still work with a couple of the guys now and then, but as far as the females, no, I don't work with them. They moved on. Either they moved on or they retired. Okay. So my next question is, um, if a girl wanted to get into the industry, 
how would she be able to get into the industry? Because I'm pretty sure it's different from the girls and the guys. Because that'll be my next question. If a girl, you know, how would a guy get into the industry? But let's go with the how would a girl get in the industry first? Well, now, uh, Tyson, this day and age, they can get themselves into the industry, if you want to be honest. They have all these platforms they can go on to really discover themselves, you know, especially since mm-hmm. OnlyFans have blew up so much and all these other all these other platforms. So they can discover themselves and, and, and basically, uh, you know, <laughs> pimp themselves out. Now, if they just want to work with some other mainstream people and, and, and get more money or get that lump sum of money from somebody and they want to build up their clientele and their portfolio, then, yeah, they can go out there and, and mingle and network and talk to different people. But to get started, they basically can start their sales right now. That goes for male and female. Okay, okay. All right. So um, what made you get into the industry? Well, initially I was into the uh, strip club industry, and uh, that basically encouraged me to do it. I had ladies that worked for my strip club was asking me, did I, um, did I know anybody that done movies because they was interested in doing it? I was like, no, I don't know anybody. But I was like, why, why would I want to refer somebody? And I got the ladies right here. So I'm as to start doing it because I'm already around the, the talent. And I can't I can't provide yeah. an offer them what they originally wanted, so I just started doing it, and um, you know, it just became a it became it became a passion, and then the money was good. Money was better for me back in the days when it was DVDs, because I used to sell a, an abundance of DVDs to several different mm-hmm. video stores. So when like the DVD uh, stage faded away, it kind of I got lost into the mix because I never was a computer savvy guy I wasn't into the uh to the digital world so that kind of uh took me for a loop when DVDs started uh, depleting okay okay are there any um male or female talent now that you want to work with it's a lot of new ladies out there that I really don't know a lot of their names but I see them on Twitter and they advertise and sometimes I see them at these different uh, porn conventions that, yeah, I would love to work with. You know, I, I would okay. actually love to work with some of the old porn girls if they were still uh, working. It's a lot of them, they just, just yeah. they retired now. So. Yeah. Yeah, some of them have definitely changed their lives around. Oh, man, some of them have really, you know, um, you wouldn't have never known that they did any filming by their lifestyle now, you know. Um, right. I got exactly. a question for you. Have you ever had any of the male or female talent, and I'm pretty sure more so the females, you know, approach you about taking that stuff off the website because now they like this change, you know, or they they get married, they have kids, they don't want their kids to see it? Oh, yeah, most definitely. But I let them know that I can't take it off because your footage, your content is in so many different places that even if I took it off of my site, it's still circulating around, not just probably in the United States, but throughout the shit, shit throughout the damn world. Yeah. So yeah. it's nothing I could do about it. And the stuff that I have done with females like that, they, they, and a lot of them haven't really came back and asked me to do that, but I have had a few of them to, to have, uh, you know, to have asked me about that. So I haven't had too many problems with that, but I do know other porn producers that they have had problems with females asking them to take it off. I never had no male talent to ask me, though. Yeah. Okay, okay. Now, um, what are the age ranges? How 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 old and how young have you shot? <laughs> like, what's the youngest in the industry? The youngest is 18, of course, and the mm-hmm. oldest, I believe, was like... Uh, I want to say maybe 51. Okay. That's that milk category. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> milk. Well, <laughs> well, well, now when they when they that age, they call them gifts. I mean, grandmamas. Yeah, I like to grandma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but now there's a niche for every different type of porn fetishes there is. 
as far as on this yeah. social media thing. I mean, you have amputees, midgets, grandmas, great-grandmas, uh, crackheads. Yeah. You have everything that's feminine, and they're making money. Yeah, yeah, because you got people that's into so much different things, you know, and they just think differently exactly. than us, you know. So Right. Um yeah, that's that's uh <laughs> so have you ever been to another country to shoot? No, I never been to another country. Not mm-hmm. to shoot or not personal. Okay. Oh yeah, you don't do the planes. <laughs> yeah, I don't do planes. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, you don't do planes. Nope. If you did I mean, do I the planes, a, I, what country would you go? Uh, Brazil, I go to, mm-hmm. uh, let me see, uh, I definitely have to go to Mexico and uh, the Dominican Republic. Yeah, the content would definitely oh. be cheaper there. Most yeah. definitely. Damn. So yep. have you, um, have you, <laughs> have you ever... <laughs> had any girls that were pregnant. Now, I'm a, I know a crazy story about that. That's what I'm asking. Have you ever had a girl that was pregnant that wanted to shoot? And I mean full belly. And if oh, so, yeah. would Actually, you let her shoot? Oh, hell yeah. Actually, pregnant things <laughs> felt better than regular boy-girl things. So, hell yeah, I let her shoot. Yeah. I have had two <laughs> females that I have shot that was pregnant. Yeah, Okay. You ain't have no problem with the baby father issue. <laughs> Tell you the truth, I don't even think the baby father was. Yeah, I don't think the baby uh, father was even in the life of the females that I've shot. Okay, okay. Now, have you ever had uh, heard of any of them that women, um, female talent being hurt by a boyfriend or husband because they found out about a scene? You like heard um. Because I know a couple of years ago, I think that girl, uh, Sherry Black, I want to uh-huh. say, I don't want to say, I don't want to say the wrong name. I remember uh, her boyfriend beat her up and threw her out of a window in uh, oh, wow. Brooklyn because he found out she was shooting, you know. So have you ever had a situation where the, the boyfriend or the husband found out and beat the girl up? Uh, I had one situation like that, and um, and the uh, husband found out and beat the girl with a crowbar and when I saw her again she had stitches all in her head I don't ever know what happened to that situation because that was years ago but that was the only time I've known of something to happen like that yeah right and he actually found out from his best friend so you know how that made him feel when his best friend telling that his wife was doing porn or he saw into porn yeah. Yeah. Have you ran across anybody that you knew that that did it, that you didn't know they was doing it, like a personal friend or anything? Um, personal friend? No, not to my knowledge I could think of. Now, I have known somebody that personally that was actually into the business, but they was into the business of dancing and escorting, but I didn't know they did movies at the time until after mm-hmm. I saw them in the movies. They didn't tell me, and I was there with them almost on a daily basis. And you know, they did it somewhere behind my back, and I found out actually when I saw them on film. Okay, okay. What is? How do you get the location? How do you get the places to shoot this stuff at? The content. A lot of times, if it's not in my studio, it's um, at a hotel. Okay. So you definitely got your own stuff that you shoot at. So. Yeah, I think a lot of producers are doing that now only because of the, the ramifications of people seeing them and everything else, you know, so I'm pretty sure right. that's a, a big thing, you know. What what yeah, advice no, would you give somebody before they shot any content? Do you give any of them a pep talk or tell them, hey, listen, if you put this stuff up, you know, do you ever exactly. give them that type of talk? Or, okay. 
Well, if they already in the business, like this weekend, pretty much anybody was in the business. If they just starting off into the business, they still familiar with the business. So, hell no, I ain't giving no pep talk because we already on set <laughs> and we ready to shoot. <laughs> and I ain't trying to waste nobody's time. They know what they there for. Everybody know what they there for. So, therefore, no, I, I'm not giving no pep talk type. So, they know what they there for. So, shit. <laughs> so. But if it's like a just a newcomer, a regular square chick, and I just meet, yeah. I do let them know, like you know, you know when you do this, this is liable to be everywhere. So if you have any plans in the future that you think is going to, uh, you know, harbor from you from doing anything, a job, a relationship, then I advise you not to do it. But if you just really don't give a fuck, then we need to go ahead and do it. Yeah. Now, now, now these days, you know, it's so prevalent that a person can wear a mask and do it. So. Sometimes I may give them options if you want to wear a mask uh, to do this scene, and you know, so you won't your identity won't be exposed. So, but yeah, newcomer chicks that I know they just fresh into the game. Then yeah, I may give them a, uh, some type of pep talk like that. Okay. Have you ever had a male or female talent not show up to a shoot? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that happens. That happens not regularly, but that do happen. You know, it happens now and then. So if that happens, and, you, and one person already mm-hmm. show up, then you, it's just all respect you got to give the person that did show up on set a kill fee, which a kill fee is basically a fee for something that's not going right or something that didn't go right. Okay. So you have a set fee that you pay them, or you just say, hey, here go $20. Thank you for showing up. <laughs> No, if they, you know, if they show up, it depends on how far they came and things like that. But if they if they show up and the male talent didn't show up, you know, I may give them between fifty to a hundred dollars just out of a good gesture because I want to keep good faith. I want to work with them again. I don't want them to basically spread no, you know, on social media your name could be dirt real fast. So I don't want them to spread no thing like Big D from Midwest South. You know, I came there wasting my time, and he didn't even give me no gas money or give me this or give me that. So I do it just after after a good gesture of I think that's good business. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, um, I'm just going to give you a heads up, and uh, maybe I can, you know, I know you've been wanting to work with this person for a minute (laughs) because me and you spoke about it. But I uh I reached okay. out to Envy Star about coming on to the show. So Okay. I'll definitely keep you posted on that one. You know. Yeah, 'cause I I, I love working with Envy Star. She got a good attitude, good personality. I I love yeah. Envy. Yeah. That's my baby. <laughs> I've known Envy for a long yeah. time. She um, okay. she's good people, she's very professional, you know. And um but I appreciate you coming on the show, my brother. Ain't no problem, Tyson. Thank you for, you know, opening up and telling everybody about the show. I mean, about the industry, you know. Um, And I know people are going to be texting and emailing you wrong. Why do you kept calling him Tyson? I used to be in the industry with Big D. So. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No doubt. That's why, you know. And he's been a yep. stand-up dude. So if there's anybody out there that that want to get into the industry, male or female, he is definitely a good producer to get up with. And that's coming firsthand for me, you know. Um, Appreciate it. Very professional. He uh, He's going to do what he says. If he can't, he'll let you know, you know. And I give him, there's only a few of them that I, deal, I dealt with in the industry. And he was definitely one of them. You know, we had a deal going, and we definitely got to stick to that. He never turned a corner and, and tried to get slick or anything like that, you know. And he'll tell you that there's some industry, you know, some some producers in the industry, they just, you know, they're going to be them, you know. Sometimes when you hear the stories about them, believe it, you know. Oh, Unless yeah. you know firsthand, you know. But Big D, I definitely give him the stamp of approval. So if anybody gets in contact with the show or whatever and want to get up with him, he gave, matter of fact, give your information one more time, Big D. It's Midwest South Triple X at Twitter. That's M-I-D-W-E-S-T-S-O-U-T-H 
X X X. That's triple X. That's Twitter. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate y'all for listening in. Big D, I appreciate you for coming on the show, my brother. And get home yes, safe. Yes, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for no coming. No problem. Appreciate y'all for having me. All right, man. Let me know when you get to the crib. Safe, man. Text me. Most, most definitely. Y'all have a good night. Okay, you too. too. Okay, and that does it for us. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Join us on Saturday at 10.30 p.m. And good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. (laughs) Good night.